0: Hello and welcome to the Joyful Infertility Podcast. My name is Abby Clark. I'm a wife, an entrepreneur, and a dog mama on a mission to help women find joy on their journey of trying to conceive. On this podcast, I'll be sharing my ongoing experience with infertility to hopefully show you how you can take your power back, take control of your life, and create joy as you wait for that miracle baby. Disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a therapist. I'm just sharing things that I've learned through my experiences that I hope will help you on your journey. Let's get into the episode. Hello friends and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today and I'm really excited to kind of continue the conversation that we were sort of having last week. Um, If you didn't go listen to last week's episode, I would highly recommend you go listen to that right now because I kind of talked about the shift that I've experienced as I've thought about my fertility journey in the last few weeks and kind of how I am taking a different approach to treating our infertility. I'm treating it much more as, uh, you know, looking at it more in the vein of trying to heal my body, heal my PCOS, figure out what's going on, rather than with the explicit goal of trying to get pregnant. I'm just trying to get healthy. Clearly, something is happening in my body that is making things not work the way that they're supposed to. And it's been that, you know, it's been that way for my entire life, ever since I I started my period at, you know, when I was like 14. And so that's what I want to figure out. I want to figure out what the deal is with that. And I, you know, if on the way that ends in a pregnancy, then that would be amazing. But in the meantime, I am going to work on healing myself, work on bettering myself, and, you know, stop waiting for my life to happen to me. So that's kind of what I want to talk about this week, go into more depth on that I've made reels about this topic on Instagram recently. And I kind of want to share a little analogy that I thought of (laughs) uh, last week when I was watching Tangled. So if you don't know, if you don't know by this point from listening to my podcast or, you know, hanging out with me on Instagram, I am obsessed with Disney. I love Disney. I love going to Disney. I love watching Disney movies. I love... Everything about it I I am a full-blown Disney adult and I have no shame admitting that, okay? <laughs> I'm very proud to be a Disney adult and I don't understand why anybody, you know, sh- I just all, you know, I'll see content on on social media sometimes like making fun of Disney adults or saying that like people who are big fans of Disney like like scare them. And I don't understand like why just let people have their thing. You know, like me, my love of Disney doesn't hurt you in any way, just like, let me live my best life at Disneyland. Okay. You say that you hate Disneyland. That's fine. You stay away. I'm going to go and have the best time of my life with my mouse ears and a churro in one hand and a Dole Whip in the other uh, riding Haunted Mansion. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, it's, it's fine. (laughs) Anyway, that's kind of a tangent, but it just, it just bothers me when people yuck someone else's yum. You know what I mean? I, I really hate that. But anyways, so If you're not a Disney person, I'm really sorry about this, but just try and stick with me because I really felt like as I was watching Tangled (laughs) last week, I felt such a, I don't know, like a connection to the story and to Rapunzel and just kind of the way that that all plays out. The, The first song that she sings is like all about like waiting for her life to begin right and she talks about how for for 18 years she's been living in in her tower that's all she knows and she's really good at a lot of things she does painting she bakes she plays the guitar you know that whole first song is so cute talking about all the things that she's doing and she seems relatively happy but at the same time she's been staring out her window like wishing she could escape her tower for her whole life but she's too scared to do it by herself she can't do it by herself she needs somebody to take her out of the tower and show her how to get to go see the the floating lights, right? The lanterns. And I just, I really felt like I identified with Rapunzel. Like this, I've always loved Tangled, but after watching it with this different perspective, it's become like, I think it's my second favorite Disney movie of all time with Little Mermaid being first. But anyways, I just felt like I really could relate to that whole song. Like just wondering, waiting for my life to begin. That honestly is like how I have felt for the last three years as we've been trying to get pregnant. And I've been doing other things in the meantime, like Instagram and my podcast and and selling makeup with Saint and all those things. But I haven't ever really let myself like throw myself into those things or It just it, it all has sort of felt to me, and this wasn't really even conscious. It was it was happening like. It it wasn't a conscious thing that was happening in my brain, but it was like I was just doing those things to kind of bide my time until I could be a mom, right? And so essentially, that that's kind of I was doing the same thing that Rapunzel is doing in her tower, just like waiting, waiting for my life to begin, right? And this even goes back to like my days in in college. I had such a hard time in college picking a major and sticking with something and feeling like I I could figure out what I wanted to do with college because I just knew that anything that I chose was going to get put on hold as soon as I became pregnant. And that was my plan. Like I was just in college waiting until... John and I were ready to have kids and then I was gonna get pregnant and be a mom and I I made decisions in college that I would probably have made would definitely have made differently if I hadn't just been kind of banking on the fact that I was gonna get pregnant and be a stay-at-home mom do you know what I mean like I loved I took some marriage and family therapy classes in college that I loved and I seriously considered going down that route and becoming a marriage and family therapist, um, I loved it. I thought it was so cool, but I decided not to because it's kind of a lot of extra schooling and I just didn't see how that career would work with being a stay-at-home mom because that it has always been the thing that I've wanted to do most of all. And so I stopped taking those classes and I switched to something else. I actually switched to like taking business classes because I just had no idea what I wanted to do or what would work with being a stay-at-home mom. and that that's kind of what I'm saying. Like I my whole life, I have been prioritizing that, and it's caused a lot of heartache for me of feeling like oh, I didn't know who I was. i I couldn't figure out like my identity because the only thing that I was prioritizing was being a mom someday, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but because of that, and the way that i was thinking about it i sort of limited myself i refused to really develop other parts of myself that were there because i was i was just like well i'm just going to be a mom <laughs> do you know what i mean and so that is one of the reasons why in a lot of ways i'm like really grateful for this fertility experience infertility experience because it forced me to say but what else are you you are so many other things and motherhood is yes, so important and choosing to be a stay at home mom, that is still what I want. Like someday I still really hope that I can have that, but there is so much more to me than just my desire to be a mom or my, my identity of, of being a mom someday. You know what I mean? And, and I, I really felt like for basically my entire life up to this point, I didn't know What that was, and I didn't even know how to find it because I was just so reliant, you know. Like I said, I was just banking on the fact that, like, I was gonna get pregnant and I was gonna be a mom, full stop. And so, that's one of the reasons why, like I said, as I was watching Tangled, I was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly how she feels, like, she's just waiting, she's waiting for her life to begin. And what's really cool about the, the story is that while she does say that she was waiting for her life to begin, she actually doesn't just let it happen to her. She asks, you know, Mother Gothel to take her to see the lights. And obviously she says, no, you're not ever leaving the tower. And then one day Flynn Rider shows up kind of by accident and she makes him take her to see the floating lights. So there was sort of like a a stroke of fate. You know what I mean? That that brought them together. But she made a bargain with him and was like, you're taking me out of this tower. I need someone's help to get me to this, to my dream that I want to accomplish. Right? And that is, I honestly feel like (laughs) my husband has kind of been like my Flynn Rider. He has helped me discover parts of myself that I didn't know were there and has been so instrumental in my like personal growth that that was another thing that I really felt like, oh my gosh, like I have my own Flynn writer. And it also, you know, happens to work. Like, I feel like their personalities align pretty well. And my personality aligns with Rapunzel pretty well. It's just anyway, all you know, needless to say, we have a a future Halloween costume definitely planned. (laughs) Um, probably not this year cause I've already got a plan for this year, but maybe next year. Um, but anyway, I, I just, I loved the story. I loved watching it. And I, I really love, obviously like not everything applies perfectly but I also love the idea that you know she got she got her dream she got to see the lanterns which is one of her dream and then you know what they they kind of say entangled like now you get to go find a new dream and that's kind of how I feel right now I'm not letting go of my dream of of having a baby but I, I am I have other dreams and you can have other dreams you can have other things that you're um, exploring and working towards and trying to reach and that that's what I feel like I want to do. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna find my new dream. Not not you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not just throwing away my my desire to have kids. That definitely is still there and is something that I I want still more than anything else. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm done waiting for my life to happen to me. And so actually, as you're listening to this, uh, John and I will be in Atlanta. We decided to plan a a fun sort of spontaneous trip to Atlanta and just go travel. And we have other like international travel plans coming up and we're most likely moving out of our little house, little townhouse in Utah. And I just, I'm ready to go have an adventure to find a dream and, still you know like i said at the beginning i'm still working on my health i'm still going to do my best to figure out how to heal my pcos and make make that dream happen but but you can have more than one dream you can work on multiple things at the same time and that's what i want to encourage you to do you can like i said you can have more than one dream you can have more than one goal you can be working towards more than one thing and i don't want you to be putting your life on hold because you are waiting to be a mom you only get one life, and I really would hate for you to like miss out on this chapter or wish it away because you're looking forward to the next one. I, I I don't want you to look back on this period of your life and just look back on it and think, "Wow, that was just a really sad and depressing time of my life." And I'm so glad that I'm through that. You know, in in some ways, you probably will be saying that, but I I you can take advantage of this time to find out new things about yourself, explore new passions, explore new hobbies, do do things that you wouldn't do. You know, if if you had a newborn right now or, or toddlers or whatever, you have more time than you think you do. This is something that I am telling myself a lot too, because, and I know, I know that this is different if you're listening to this and you're like in your late 30s to early 40s, the biological clock really starts to tick very loudly. And I understand that, but I still you know you you don't you you don't have to waste or just throw away this this time of of your life. you can be trying to get pregnant and still living your life and having fun and doing all the things that you are passionate about in the meantime so yeah, I hope this is helpful. I know it's super nerdy to like compare this to tangled, but I really I legitimately bawled through the entire movie because I just felt like <laughs> I identified with it so much. And also it's just an adorable movie. It's seriously one of my favorites. So if you haven't watched Tangled in a while, uh, maybe maybe that's my recommendation for you. This weekend, go, go watch Tangled. It is truly one of the best Disney movies of all time and is now, you know, I even think that, it's even more so one of my favorites now because I feel like I can really identify with with Rapunzel in a lot of ways. And that's one of the reasons that I love Disney so much is I feel like those stories help us process things that are happening in, in our own lives. And I, I really do get that type of inspiration and stuff from from movies and stories and and musicals and stuff all the time. So, so I thought I would share that with you this week. I know it's super cheesy, um, but I hope this is helpful to you. And I hope that you have a great weekend and I will talk to you next week.